Welcome to Slightly Biased Sports, an unfiltered sports podcast that's unlike any you've listened to before. They speak the truth and aren't afraid to hurt some feelings. Now, from the backwoods of Arkansas, here's your hosts, Tyler and Dakota. Ready, ready! Welcome to Slightly Biased Sports. This is Dakota. And it's your boy. That's Tyler. And we're back. On a Wednesday. On account of it's not draft football Eve. season, so there's not shit to talk about for two days a week. It is Draft Eve. The Eve of the Draft. Where hopes and dreams like hang. it came up quickly. Man, this, whole, this whole fuck. The fuck we got going on out we're here? We're in Arkansas. There's side-by-sides going down paved roads. We, oh. we know this. Okay. We know how this goes. I feel like it came up quickly because it was... Matter of fact, when we were kids, we were doing the same thing with yours. We were on a fucking <laughs> go-kart going down the road about 35. Yeah. There was... It was a foregone conclusion that uh, our teams were going to do or not do specific things. So, and Steelers were dead so early that it didn't really matter. I looked ahead way too early and then That's, I got bored with it. That was just a joke. That was no pun intended what he just said. What? Steelers dead. I have a dark sense of humor, boys. Okay. I have a dark sense of humor. They, uh, Just a damn there, joke. There wasn't too much to talk about with it, so I kind of stopped messing with it. And then here recently I've gone back, and again, it's one of two things happening. Or my worst fear, the third thing. So, But it's tomorrow, and I'm fucking excited. I don't care what happens. Yep. The We're draft's cool. exciting. We're it's recording also, this on the 27th. You'll hear it on 28th. You know the deal. Yeah. It's also, back to it. It's also the eve of... Of what? Of when the draft starts. It actually starts 45 minutes after that. Because I feel like it always takes for fucking it does. ever. It's a whole bunch of stories. To get and going. Look at Mel Kuyper's stupid, incorrect yeah, ass have the a, entire have time. A, have a pre-show. Don't just, once you start it, start it. And I swear on everything, if what's his nuts, the dude I hate, Schefter's on there, I'm going to fucking mute gonna it. He's going to be on oh, there. I'm going to mute it, 100%. They have, in my opinion, if you have the first overall pick, you should get 30 seconds. I think it should be like fantasy. You get one minute draft. You have had months to figure this out. Yeah, Literally now, now nothing I'm, can change your mind. Now I'm wondering if I made the right decision the past three months. Don't care. You <laughs> fucked up. You blew it. You've had forever. Don't blow it. The number two pick. I mean, like, I think you should have less time in the first round than you should in the other round. Agreed. Because the first round is best player available. And every one of the part. sons of bitches just drag it out the entire length that there is, they do not fucking spare a second. It's, in the first round, they let the whole time go. Right. It's best player available unless you like, hey, we have to have a corner or we have to have a quarterback. Unless you have a glaring need. And if you do, your pool is smaller. If you're you about, pick the best one. If you're about the Chiefs, the Bucks, the Rams, the Packers. Packers, the oh, the Packers have two picks. That does to get a little strategic. So I mean, if you're one of them, it's like, okay, we know a couple of positions we need. If those are not here in the first round, any of the people that we ranked high enough to be here, let's get best available. That's best it. Available. That's right. all we got to do. Edwards there. These two guys that I wanted in the late twenties are already gone. All right, fuck it. Who's the best left? Let's look at this dude. Yep, here's what we grade. I got. Okay, cool. Let's make. Give it. me the linebacker. Place it. You know what? We've hit on both of ours lately. Bolton and Gay are the truth. Yeah, I am very fucking happy with Bolton and Gay. That's another thing we should do. Is whenever we get like a like a draft thing. After the season, we should reflect on the draft pick and see how they actually fucking played in the year and see how stupid the team was or smart the team was. I think the only person in recent memory that I've just been absolutely dead wrong about was T.J. Watt. 
And that was only because... Oh, we didn't say anything bad. We were just no, like, I didn't, like, what the I fuck? I didn't know anything about him. I assumed he was drafted in the first round because of brother, brother JJ. Yeah. And Reuben Foster was available, who we all were aware of. That's not quite. No. Okay. Reuben Foster had fell down the draft board, which for reasons we'd see now, but I was, I was like, holy shit, he fell all the way to us. Like, that was supposed to be the top linebacker. Mm-hmm. And we didn't take him, so that was adding an extra layer of being pissed off. So glad they did it now, obviously. Love DJ. Worked out great. But that worked out great. That's a just fucking did, understatement. <laughs> just do dumb shit. Because guess who else could have had him? 29 other teams, including Kansas City. Like, but we'll just fucking kick ourselves in the dick. The one that pisses me off the most, for I guess for mostly sentimental reasons, is when they had shit. When Jay walked across the stage, that was a fucking cool moment and used it to draft I almost Terrell, cried. You'd use, yeah, you used it to draft Terrell Edmonds, who should have been drafted in the third round. He was good last year, though. They walked, he was okay. Better than he was. I was low key kind of surprised. He still wasn't the first round pick quality in his fucking third year. I mean, look what we year. saw with Bud Dupree. Took him four fucking years before all of a sudden he's good. Took him TJ Watt. That's fair. You can say <laughs> that. But I'm saying for four years he did almost nothing. And then all of a sudden, Very holy shit. Miss. Right. So, I mean, it happens. Edmonds could happen. It, it looks like he, ground, not, that's he not got true. better last year. I was also wrong about Le'Veon Bell. I was not thrilled with that pick. I was very thrilled with that pick. He's, I wasn't he was because good. his only his whole highlight package was him hurtling people. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're going to get fucking murdered doing that. And then he didn't do that. Nope. Then he did not get, get he murdered. He just stood back there until everybody took themselves out, and then he ran upfield. <laughs> Busted up the field. Yeah. So, there, I mean, there's no telling what happens tomorrow. I, I guess Chris Jones was something I was surprised with. Third-round pick. Yeah. Mississippi State. Don't really know shit about him. And then does pretty well. Regular season-wise, does pretty well. Yeah. Lazy, I, fat, some bitch. I really hope it'd be my ass. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I really hope that a player gets traded during the draft. I don't know how that would shape up. Like what that would look like. I just never, never see it happen. It. They always say it's going to happen, and it never does. Like James Bradbury, they still won't shut up about how James Bradbury's going to get moved. No, he's not. No, he's not. Yeah. There's never a fucking draft day trade where someone who has a fifteen million dollar cap hit as a corner is going to go in the first round for a pick. They're not going to happen. Package him with something to get rid of him. They're going to have to cut him. A post June, a June first designation cut. That's what they're gonna have to do, and everybody knows it. And that's why they're not trading for him. One of the potential names is talking about being traded during the draft is fucking Darren Waller. Did you see yesterday? Bananas. What Darren Waller did? Uh-huh. He was up on a blackboard, a marker board at one of the draft meeting things, and he was writing plays and shit up there. And he wrote down Green Bay is it, green. He wrote Green Bay is cold as balls with the marker, and then wrote. RN4L and signed it on the marker board and just turned around and smiled. Yeah, okay. If the Raiders don't want to fucking pay you, they you said, won't be there. The report came out yesterday afternoon at like 8 or 9 o'clock and it said there is a 0% chance Darren Waller is traded. <laughs> so someone tried to kick a fake story out. The team saw it was like, what the f- hell no? No, the Packers, the Packers tried to do it. The only reason it didn't happen was because they cannot, you can't, apparently... There's a rule in the NFL that you can't trade a franchise tag player for a regular contract player, which makes zero fucking sense. Kind of makes sense. It makes no sense. What the fuck is it? if they're willing to trade it? Trade it. You shouldn't be able. You should not be able to limit any trade. If somebody's stupid enough to make a trade, a franchise caliber player for a player on a franchise tag for one year, you let them do it. We got the draft. It's no different got, than the NBA shooting down the Chris Paul trade. It's fucking stupid. We got the draft. We got NBA playoffs, and we got. Arkansas baseball. That's it. If you can't tell, we're going straight in the NFL. Yeah. I just realized we didn't say a damn thing. We just started going. Right. We got a lot of pent-up information. But NFL draft, Dakota's going to talk some Arkansas baseball and go off on some fools. 
and then we'll talk a little NBA uh, NBA playoffs because I am back all the way in on the NBA. It is fantastic. <laughs> it is awesome. It's sick. I love it. And I am also gaining massive respect for a certain player that I never thought I would put respect on. We'll get to it. Don't say Luca. No, I, I do like Luca, but he pisses me off. But it's not him. NFL draft. The the Darren. I Waller. can't wait to see where Debo goes. Be the Jets or the fucking Bears. He already said no to the Jets. Rumor has it he said he will not sign an extension. He, he can say what he wants. There's another thing that fucking came out from them saying that the Jets are the front runners, so we'll see. Well, the Jets were also listed as the front runners for Tyreek Hill. Well, I'm sure the Jets have been the front runners for everybody, according to the Jets. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Adam Gase is out there spinning some shit. Oh, spinning his fucking eyeballs. Did you see the video of Debo at that birthday party at that club? Yeah. And they were like, Debo, mm, stay. No, and he said, uh-uh. Hey, I'm not going to be I'm here. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> I don't foresee anybody getting any big name getting traded during they the They should have got rid of fucking Garoppolo last year when they could have to see what the experiment of Lance with him would have been. So he would have had some sort of stability. You know what I mean? Now the rumor is he has not liked what he's seen with Lance and practices the past two years. That's because he stinks. And Garoppolo, he can't stand. Well, because but, they have to put him at running back just because Garoppolo can't throw him the ball. I don't know that Trey Lance can either. Trey Lance is bad. I but, said it when he got picked. We yeah, are looking think, to be I think correct. most people... Would have assumed that that was early for him, and they traded that. Professional for people said it was a steal. Well, now Kuiper, who's always right, real people's brains <laughs> right. would tell you that that's a bad idea that early. It's right. the same thing, same as this. Like, are there any quarterbacks in this draft class that could be good? Sure, they would better trade. There's some that'll be better than people like Trey Lance. Would I trade up for any of them? No. There are rumors. That is my fear. There are rumors that there could only be one quarterback taken off the board by the time it's the Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh's pick. I heard that of. yesterday. Then we'll take the other one. That only one will be gone. Yeah, it'll be Malik Willis at fucking Carolina. And then Pittsburgh will take Kenny Pickett. Also a lot of con- controversy yeah. around the dude that was talking about him. Did you see that? Talking about what? The uh, analyst that was in his bedroom on a fucking Zoom call, middle of the night, talking about Malik Willis. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. No, now I have to play the audio. Somebody's just so- trying to make him fall. That's what it is. Fucking smoke. No. No, it... Uh, in my opinion, it wasn't anything wrong, but a bunch of... You know, the triggered, egotistical, crazy people are freaking out about it. It, it, it. it did seem very weird that he was this adamant about how much he dislikes him. But let's, it's let's also just watch that. It comes out the day before the fucking draft. My fear, I don't know. Like, we're talking about it. We're going to the draft next year to Kansas City. I would love to see Pittsburgh draft their quarterback. I don't feel terribly great about any quarterback in this draft. No, I can't find it. It's going. But he said he stinks. I don't like the way he runs first. He's a runner. He's being overhyped. He's not good. The way he throws the ball is not good. I don't like him at all and, like, going off. And everybody's like, oh, my God, it's because he's black. That's what they're talking about. I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. He played with somebody's rabbit that he liked because they're – him, his ability to throw the ball is the only thing that he. I'm gonna tell you one thing about his arm. I never heard of his name ever until no, last year. I hadn't either, but you didn't watch any Liberty games. I didn't either. Absolutely not. And I also didn't watch any Houston games. And when I did, it was against Ole Miss, and he stunk. Yeah, but like I said, I, I wouldn't trade up for any of them. I'll take him if he falls at twenty. But sure, I would much rather wait until next year and get to watch them draft the quarterback selfishly. You could honestly probably just wait until the second round and take somebody. You could wait until the second round and take Matt Crow. Yeah, you could. And then you're not handcuffed where you can't take a quarterback in the first round next year. You can wait till the second round and take Sam Howell. No. You know what I mean? Don't do that. <laughs> Fuck Sam Howell. 
I can't wait to see where Debo goes. I'm so excited. I, That's all I can think about. If you made me place a bet on it, which I might. Could you bet on where Debo's going to go? No, no, I don't think so. But on this fucking app. There's both. Well, for those of you who don't know, I feel like it's a disservice because the communication on their end is terrible. Betley has an Arkansas sports gambling app available now. On iPhone. On iPhone. Android's been available for all you bums out there with green messages. If they said that, but I tried to download it and it didn't fucking work. On Emily's? No, on my old phone. They still have. Huh. But then again, we did realize we downloaded the wrong app. It's called Betley Arkansas. Yes. It's just a blue icon with a white or grayish B it's on it. It's a gray it. background with like a white B. All right, backwards. You get it. Betley Arkansas will find it. Yeah. It's it's live. It's up. It's working. You but can place you bets me, on your phone and it's awesome. If you made me put an amount of money on it, I would bet that Pittsburgh ends up with Kenny Pickett tomorrow. I would be happy with that. I don't know that I am. Like of the options, I'm fine with it. But it's like, I mean, everybody, it's, it's been an beaten to death at this point. What's the 2013 draft where EJ Manuel was the only quarterback taken in the first round? Well, he's, he he turned out good. Right. Everybody thought and that was Geno Smith wasn't even worth the first round pick in that draft. Yeah. I don't know. I The Wonderlick scores came out for whatever that's worth and Kenny Pickett's shit stupid apparently. I don't know. Whatever that <laughs> So is Corral. His was not well, high either. 15 out of 50. <laughs> yeah. All that says to me is because you get like 15 minutes to answer a 25 or 25 or 50 question test whatever it is. All that says to me is you didn't finish it. You didn't either. You can't read fast, or you overthink shit. Either one of them is understandable. Also, neither one of them have any ability, any indication in your ability to throw a football. Nope, don't care at all. I'm sure there's some there's some science to it. Like at least there's to this definitely it, analytics it to back it up. This, but I'm not going to base it solely on the the hands thing. Scares me more than the fucking Wonderlake test. Kenny Kenny Pickett scored like a 17 on the Wonderlake. Mm. I think I think the. What's the dude? The Kentucky quarterback scored the highest. It was 35. You want him? No. No. Boppy, whatever his name is. Don't Blippy? No, it's not Blippy. Oh. Speaking of which, there's a dude on TikTok. It's called, it's like Tactical Blippy, and he's fucking hilarious. He he comes home. He start, I saw him do it one time. He was still in uniform. He was doing it to somebody else. He was describing what ACH was. And it was, dude, the giggle, like everything is identical to Blippy. I've seen your video. <laughs> But then he did it for his kid with boot blasters. It's fucking hilarious. But that's hilarious. I would bet Kenny Pickett to Pittsburgh. Malik Will. Now we're gonna get into this shit with like I did with Ruben Foster, where it's like, all right, well, if Malik Willis is there at twenty, we're taking him. And then the further he falls, I'm like, oh shit. We're about to trade. We're about to trade. If they trade their first round pick next year, I'll be fucking floored. I will be you just move up for a lineman. No, you, don't move you, up at all. Get you an actual I, tackle. I want to be able to see us use a first-round pick. I want to be able to see a Pittsburgh pick in person. This is the only draft I ever go to. I want to be able to see Pittsburgh take somebody. True. I mean, it's an all-weekend thing. I mean, at, at 20, if there's been two quarterbacks taken before you. So we'll be we'll be meeting her down at Aldean's. You know what I mean? <laughs> there should be a lineman available at 20. You shouldn't have to trade up for him. True. I mean, yes, there should be. I'm sure there'll be a run on him. But if there's a run on linemen, you do need a fucking receiver. You do need a quarterback. I mean, you, got you do need a defensive tackle. You do need a corner. You do need two corners. They may end up with Has Joe Hayden, Hayden signed anywhere. No, that's what I'm saying. They may end up with Joe Hayden back on a friendly deal. But Has Tyron Matthew signed anywhere? No. Bum. And I would take Joe Hayden back in a heartbeat because it'll be for realistic money. Like he he's valuable. Like he brings value to the team, but he's not gonna make like elite corner money. He's too fucking old. Correct. 
I just hope we end up with we in like what's gonna, what sucks is if Willis goes at like eight to Carolina, and then Pickett goes to like nineteen, the pick before us to the Saints, guaranteed a non sexy pick coming. Correct, and it's gonna suck. <laughs> it's necessary, but it's gonna suck. Like all the what if y'all drafted Burks? Not gonna happen. What if you did? That'd be sweet. I saw two more mock drafts today that showed the Packers' first pick being Burks, and I would love that. I would do. Imagine, I just want him to go somewhere where he he won't be on a shit team. You know imagine what I mean? if you could trade your second first round pick because they said that the asking price for Darren Waller was a second round pick initially. Whoa! If you could get. First of all, you do that yesterday. Do you imagine Darren Waller and Travis Kelsey on the same team? Do you imagine Darren Waller oh. and then you take Traylon Burks with your first round pick? Oh. And then you got Lazard back as the number three who knows the system? Mm-mm-mm. Number three, who's the who's the one? Well, it is Lazard right now. But it won't be if you get Burks and Waller. True. I mean, in Aaron's mind, it probably still is. But let's be honest. If if you can like here's the thing about getting in we talked about this last episode about the Packers taking in a number one receiver and paying him like it's hard to do hard to justify when you just shipped out Devontae Adams now he may have just wanted out but it looks bad if you bring in a tight end and you you reset the tight end market you still save a shit ton of money from paying a number one wide receiver correct you get Darren Waller in there pay him save yourself some money he's still a number one receiver like that's what he is he's a fucking number one receiver he has been for the Raiders anyway. And then you get somebody like Burks or any any justifiable first round wide receiver. Alave, Wilson, Dotson, Burks. Packers back in the NFC Championship. Probably lose again. Yep. So do you think Aiden Hutchinson's first overall? I hope not at this point because I want to be like, oh, holy shit. Probably. Agreed. Who would you be the most excited? And the least excited about your team drafting? Sam Howell, least. <laughs> I don't care where it falls. I don't care if you get in the sixth fucking round. Stay away from that motherfucker. I genuinely don't know most excited. I guess Malik Willis, just because there's so much. Like, the hype can be good and bad. But the, the hype, if he has that much hype coming in, he's going to play. They're going to give him. They're going to. If, if you bring him in early, you're going to give him every tool you can to succeed. Like you you don't tie yourself to that, and then which Kevin Colbert's retiring after this year. He's going to draft him and then fucking walk out of the building. But whoever's coming in is going to do their best to make him succeed. I still think Trubisky starts no matter what. You have to, and I'm I'm still like genuinely excited to see what Trubisky does. But that's the thing that sucks about taking a quarterback in the second or even third round. You really don't have to play him fucking ever. I wouldn't be surprised if fucking oh, that was other one of the other trade potentials was that Falcons had called about Jordan Love. You, oh God! You get Mariota and Jordan. What happened to Love. Franks? I thought he was going to be an NFL caliber player. No, he's not. All you homers, wrong. <laughs> I think he's not. Stinks. I'd take him over Jordan Love, maybe. Mm-mm. I think I might. I don't think you want those problems. Well, I've seen him do better in the NFL than Jordan <clears> Love. <throat> Have you? Yes, because I haven't seen him play a single snap. Oh, he's played plenty. But I saw that Jordan, long run he had. That's true, actually. But yeah. Jordan Love played, and he was terrible. He was also playing the Chiefs at home. Not at his home. But either way, stunk. Eh. But I'm not saying he's not I'm not saying he's good or bad. I, I don't I don't think he's good. I think if the, if they really did call, the Packers need to say yes. Don't care what they offered. Get him the fuck out of there. If you could get a third round pick, do it. Because you're gonna you're gonna have to draft another quarterback. 
And if Jordan Love's sitting there, it's going to be more difficult. If he's not there and it's just Aaron again, you're like, hey, dude, uh, we fucked up drafting Jordan Love. We made it right by getting rid of your number one receiver. We're going to have to draft somebody else. We're telling you up front this time, instead of you finding out at the same time as the rest of the world, we got to draft somebody. Cool. We, we thought Schefter would message you. He didn't. Cool. I'm gone next year anyway, so whatever you got to do, do it. And you got you can trade up, you can draft in the first round, whatever. But would it shock you if Green Bay went defense? Nope. <laughs> Not with losing uh uh fuck due to the where do you end up going? Smith? Yeah, because he, he eventually was gonna be Ravens and he backed out. Yeah, where did he end up going? Where I don't remember. That. Um I would be most excited for Traylon Burks. Least excited for anyone else. I've seen rumors of Andrew Booth. You'd be least excited for Sky Moore. Fact. <laughs> that is a fucking fact. Correct. Agree. I like Booth. Uh, I don't like him in the top 28. No. Uh, no. Well, it depends. It depends on what kind of run secondary, like defensive backs go on. The Patriots will take him at 19. It'll be I've seen a lot of Devin Lloyd at for the Patriots. Really? Yeah, a linebacker. So I don't know who that is. So he'll be fan. The one from Utah that's fucking wrecking people. That's the pick after us. So it showed, the one I just looked at showed Malik Willis at eight. Kenny Pickett at 19 right before us. Us taking a defensive tackle. I don't remember who it was. The next pick being Devin Lloyd. I was like, great. So he'll be fantastic. The Patriots take him as a pick after us. Like it's that's per- what I thought about Kenneth Walker, it's a too. perfect storm. Or Kenneth Walker? Linebacker from Oklahoma that San Diego took? Or uh, Los Angeles took? Yeah. No? Yeah, Kenneth Murray. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I keep thinking Kyler Murray. Kenneth Walker. I'd be very interested to see where he goes. He'll probably be day two. Who's the running back for Michigan State. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to go to the fucking Bills or something. Yeah, uh, I've seen Andrew Booth talk, the corner from, I don't even remember. Is he from Clemson? I'm, I don't even remember. I'd be, I'd be all right with it. We need a corner. But I just, if Traylon Burks is there and Dotson is there, I will be very upset if we don't take him. Now, I know we have two picks pretty much back-to-back. But I think they are back to back. So I would be cool if they want to take Booth and then take Dotson or Burks. I would be ecstatic. I will buy Burks jersey fucking tomorrow. I don't think if, you're taking back to back receivers. No, that's why I said Booth, a corner. He's, oh, like, he's a corner okay. from Clemson. If we took him, I'd be cool. That's a corner. I'm all right with it. And then if we get Burks, I will stroke one out immediately after the first round's over. <laughs> I'm there. I'm also interested to see where how far certain people slide like i want to see how far hamilton actually slides because people are fucking stupid i don't give a shit about him i ain't watched him well i have i have and he's good but the let's say he doesn't quote unquote love football well it's like the fucking the dude from georgia that they're saying is going to be the potential first overall pick like well he didn't have the production i forgot about him if we can get nicobe dean no no no. i know i know it's a different dude whatever his name is but if we can get nicobe dean the linebacker who i think is their best play georgia's best player I would fucking shit to have well, Nick Bolton. you just said you had two good, two good linebackers. I have two, but we're in a 4-3. Now, most of the time we run out of a fucking nickel, which would indicate bums coming out of the field. <laughs> Luckily, that's the Saints' problem now. But if we could get three linebackers, the Kobe Dean, Nick Bolton, and Willie Gay, holy fucking hell. That'd be nasty. Incredible. But that makes too much sense. Let's not do that. Those uh, are the only options I'd be happy with. There's another defensive end they're talking about a lot right now. I don't know who he is, like Amaji or something. I don't remember what his name is, but I don't want it. Dotson will be another one. I want to see how, where he ends up. I want Dotson so bad. Because I haven't heard his name at all in all of this. It's been Garrett Wilson. I mean, it's the Ravens will take him. 
I've heard quite a bit of Traylon Burks. Dude, the NFL page on Twitter has been posting hella Burks shit. Because mm-hmm. he's a freak. Because he's a fucking freak. Today they posted the one wherever he caught that that catch against Alabama and then outran the entire defense and posted that today. I was like, it, it, no matter how many times hey, I watched that video. Tip the cap to you, NFL, for giving my boy some fucking shine. Pro Football Focus is actually doing it a lot too. They surprisingly. are. They are. One of the like I can watch that video a hundred times. It's every time it surprises me that he ends up in the end zone. It doesn't look like he's going that fast. And then you just just keep greener and greener between them. Even better one. The one that he caught in the back of the end zone and somehow put his toe in and they said it was incomplete and never even reviewed it. Mm-hmm. That catch blows my fucking mind. Yeah. That makes me sick. Mm-hmm. That was Bama too, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was. And as soon as he caught it, I looked over, I was like, I think he fucking actually caught it. And they reviewed it and they said, Whoa, it looks like they need to take another never mind. They snapped, snapped the it. ball. Yeah. You guys don't want to snap it, so we're going to have to review it. Um, anything other NFL news? We didn't talk about a certain recruit that's coming to Arkansas now. Um, I feel like there was one more potential. No, it was the Debo thing. Debo's for sure gone, though. No, oh, 100%. For sure, for yes. sure gone. He's going to go. I, Boy, this, imagine if the Patriots were able to make a play. This smells like Le'Veon Bell's situation. I mean, I know it's not. Like, it's not apples to apples, but him being on a good team, shining, and then going somewhere else to prove a point and just fucking being buried. Like, the Jets would do that. You'd never hear from Debo again. That's we, why weeks Debo one, said you're not doing weeks this. Weeks one through four? Yeah, sure. But that's the thing about, that's the thing about fucking... Or he goes like the Panthers. Demands in a trade. And Darnold's having to throw it to him. If they want to be nice about it, they can. But if you demand a trade and, and make them look like shit, why the fuck would they give a shit where you want to go? They don't have to. That's the thing. Arkansas yeah. fans, we got Malachi Singleton. That that video that he put out, that's a... Uh, hang on. That was a transition. <laughs> <laughs> that video that he put out that was... The him and like KJ one? KJ play, his play, KJ play, his play. But I think that... Like, the thing said he was like six foot one, two fifteen. He looks a lot bigger than that. Boy, does he look fast. <laughs> he looks pretty fucking fast. That's am, exciting. He's 190, I think, overall in the nation. Four-star quarterback. But that, but that's out of like Georgia. Number five recruiting class. Number five in the nation. That's Next year, we have the number five class. Number one in basketball, number five in football. Now, you got a high-level And recruit. I also want a Money Bates. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. I want him. I want you him. You got a high-level recruit at a key position. When KJ's gone, day one, he's the fucking starter. Correct. Don't fuck around. I get it. You got to see what he's got to practice. Put him in a fucking game. Week I'm, one. I'm also putting money. I'm going to do it. Don't care. On KJ winning Heisman. Don't care. Doing it. I don't know what the odds are right now. I'm sure it's pretty fucking significant. I think it was like 6,000 or something before oh, when God. I looked. Oh, I did too. I, it, it, it's not going to happen. No, because of the love for Alabama players. Correct, because it's Arkansas. His stats will put him in the conversation. I feel confident. I think Arkansas's uh, record will put him in the conversation. Espe- well, that, but especially like I mean, the split between the stats, like his his passing and rushing yards. Because Malik Hornsby, if they can if they can genuinely find a way to incorporate him in the offense regularly, that opens up a lot of shit, a lot of runs up the middle. When you got Malik Hornsby standing over at the flats waiting on the ball, plus sixty six hundred. Oh God! You know someone else that I've oh, I've said God. before on this show that I'm excited to see, and a lot of people are going to forget about him because. He went to Auburn. Bo Nix at Oregon is going to be a fucking gonna problem. Fantastic. He's going to be a fucking that problem. That is made for him. That he Bo Nix magic bullshit is Pac-12 football. Oh, yeah. And nobody's going to see it because it's going to come on at 11 o'clock at night. 
He's right around there at the same odds as KJ. That motherfucker will be on Sports Center at night. Yes. Quite often. But we got Malachi. I'm fucking juiced up about it. I love when his dad stood up at the at the video and put the horns down. That was sick. That's that's a good way to put your boy over with the fans. And the way that he first thing you say, yep. horns down. Yep. And the way he did the woo pig, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm about it. Yeah. Um, I watched the spring practice video. Didn't love what I see, but it's spring practice. What do you think? This is the finished fucking product? No. Well, you're gonna naturally react to the worst side of the ball. But it like how much of that is there bad and how much is the other side is really fucking good. And I don't ever know. I will say Sanders looks like a freak. Yeah, he's he's a freak. He was fucking everywhere. <laughs> I didn't love seeing KJ do the same sail the ball shit and then throwing off his back foot with pressure in his face and he throws it at people's toes. We saw it a lot last year, but for the little bit of bad that we sometimes get, the good will motherfucking outweigh that bad. Worth it. So, I will take it. It's spring ball. We know what we see in spring ball, and you're going to see ugly football sometimes. It'll work itself out. I'm a fucking about it. And I also love to see Sam Pittman getting a fucking standing ovation from the box at the fucking Garth Brooks concert. That was sick. There he was stuck so his head out, and everybody fucking called the hogs. Everybody called the fucking hogs, and it was insane. That was like the biggest hog call ever recorded. Yes. And the things that Garth Brooks said on concert on the stage he's got me hard. He's, he's a showman. I know he is, and he's an actor. But the way he was like, I respect. He it. said the wind blows different here in Arkansas. It's twenty four seven, and everybody asked me why are you why would you be excited to go to the to Arkansas, or why would you be excited about this show? And he said because it's fucking Arkansas. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god, I'm so hard. Oh, <laughs> everybody out there was like, hey, they should do this more often. You, yeah, I heard that was a shit show out there. Well, not even that. You you like five people that are selling that out probably. Morgan Wallen, Luke Combs, Drake, Drake. It's going to be people like that, like like superstar fucking people. Agreed. I don't know. That may be the whole list. I mean, like fucking. I don't know somebody like, like a Snoop or something like, like, like the, that, or or somebody like the Eagles or somebody like Rolling Stones. I don't know. Like even what they are right now. Like Anybody cares about there will anymore. be enough people to go for nostalgia alone that you would get close. But like Garth Brooks just does that. Everywhere he fucking goes. Yes. I'm pretty sure he's Everywhere stole, he goes, bitches always knows. I'm pretty sure. I know he went to Neyland. That's Hollywood. For Tennessee Stadium. I feel like he probably sold it out. And that's 110,000 people capacity for the seats. That's not the field. Like there was, I don't know how many people was actually there in that state, but DW Reynolds holds, what, 80,000? We had 80,000 there, yep. There's probably 100, because the whole fucking field was covered. Like yeah, they said the attendance was 80,000, but. I think they lied. Yeah. Probably fire marshal. Something tells me they made a lot of money there. 80,000 people. I would say so. Hundred dollar tickets. Something tells me Garth Brooks made a lot of money if he was like, "Yeah, we're going to fund a new field because we yep. fucked it up." Makes you wonder if they didn't regret going to natural grass in that just in that situation alone. Turf probably feel like would have held up a little better. Do we have natural grass at ours? Uh-huh. Okay, I changed. Know. I think they changed a couple years ago. Most athletes will prefer that. I'm for it. As long as you do something about the fucking end zones, they look like ass. That fucking space. Like Tron letters, whatever the fuck it is. I hate it. I'm over it. It's on the court. It's on the baseline of the court. It's on the end zones. I'm over it. Do something different. Get a new deal together, whatever it is. We got to fix the fucking end zones. Anybody who doesn't listen to the Lake Kick podcast with uh, Pate. Is that his name? Pate? Josh Pate? I don't know. Bald dude, white dude. Uh, He's 
with uh, what's the network they're on? The SEC network? I'm not sure. Anyways, he's one of my favorite people to listen to about college football. He's smart as fuck and talks about every every conference. But he was talking about how he thinks Arkansas could be a a, a possible playoff team this year. Oh, there was a ESPN put out an article today, and it was like uh, dark horses to make it into the playoffs. And KJ was one of the people up there. Like Arkansas being in the graphic with a headline like that is fucking bananas. You yes. don't see that. He was talking about it, and he was talking about just how. The program's different, how everybody buys in, and how the the attitude's different than most places. And it's like, how he said, how did how did people were saying, how did Arkansas come out of nowhere and become this good team all of a sudden? And he's like, uh, I told you guys the past two years, it is not coming out of nowhere. It is, it's a hundred percent broadcasted the kind of stuff that they do there. And he said, three, they've just been extremely held back by he said, certain he, coaching hires. He said, three of those games were one possession, one play games that they could have won. He said they could have very easily been. He said, picture, he said, this is what it is. He said, Arkansas, you know what division they're in. You know right. they're in the SEC West. You know who runs it, and you know how deep it is. He said, if you take that that logo and you put it in the Big 12, that stigmatism that you think of when you think of Arkansas is no longer there, and they are the best team in the Big 12. Correct. They are 11-1 and one in the fucking Big 12. And he said, last year, they were three plays, possibly three plays away from being an 11-win program in the SEC West. One of those was in Alabama. One of those was a two-point conversion in Oxford, in Oxford in overtime. That's the greatest city for college football, too. It is. Like it, they they referenced that in that article where they were said that like they had a moral victory against Alabama last year in a game that could have gone either way. It was. And afterwards, Pittman said, the days of us getting our teeth kicked in are done. In Tuscaloosa? Correct. And we lose by seven. Had we actually... Reviewed the fucking touchdown. That, too. And reviewed the Burks catch on top of the bobbled catch by Alabama that was not a fucking touchdown. Correct. Had you reviewed those or... We're not bitter. Or just... I'm not knocking on Pittman. That's not what I'm going to do. He's far smarter than I am at football. But had we just showed a little bit more clock management there and not just slowly ran the ball and then like, oh my God, we're at the the nine-yard line. Let's actually fucking score here. We really could have had a chance to win that game. Yeah, there was plenty of opportunities. If that game's a Fayetteville, we win. Correct. Eight out of ten times. If it plays out like that, in that situation. Exact same scenario, situations, correct. time, everything, yes, we win. KJ played, I, I'll never forget that game he had against Ole Miss. Never. But one thing I do not want to see going into this season is the, oh, we don't get enough respect thing. You want to know how much respect Arkansas has in their name right now? Last year, Arkansas had the number one toughest schedule in the country. This year, they have the 13th toughest schedule, and their non-conference schedule got tougher. That means that they think they are better enough than some of those same SEC West teams, same SEC East teams, that it's not as tough of a game for them. Which means somebody else in the SEC West or anybody in the SEC will now have the number one toughest schedule. It's the same fucking teams. Yes. We traded out some Texas States for a fucking Cincinnati going to BYU, who has pretty much the same team returning. Yep. 13th type of schedule. Arkansas has respect on the name. Now they need to fucking do something with it. I feel like that's the easiest schedule we've had in like three years. What's that? 13th. Because we had one. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It was number one, and then it was the number one ever. So. Yep. Because we stunk. And now it's dead. That's what we do. Now we're back. Don't call it a comeback, though. Been here for years. What what's happening? Me, ESPN, after trying to play. What's something. going on over there, boys? I don't know. We're pretty close to uh, Jameson Williams expected to start the season on the pup list. 
Yeah, they said that they said they expect him back by uh, possibly Thanksgiving. Ooh. I feel like that's long these days. Eight I mean, games. I know it was, uh, by, I just mean recovery time for an ACL. I know it was this year that it happened, but it yeah. was early. Either way. Well, we've, you know, what Cam Akers did and Adrian Peterson did tend to make us think that people can come back from that in three weeks. Uh, that's not normal. Correct. But it used to be like, fuck, is he ever going to be the same? And now it's just assumed like they'll be fine. They'll go back to normal. Yep. Speaking of being fine. What's fine? Arkansas baseball is fine. Okay. And everybody that started watching fucking Arkansas baseball in 2018 can kick fucking rocks. I'm over it. Like, I mean, like, you've, you've voiced concerns as well with this but, offense. No, here's the thing. Do I think this team is going to win the World Series? No. And you said that outright. Correct. But if you look at record, run scored, any pretty much any statistics you would measure their level of capability by, this this year's team and last year's team is almost identical. It doesn't feel the same because we don't have we don't have Kevin Cops. We don't have people hitting fucking a shit ton of home runs. We don't have six people in double digits at the end of the year. But they fucking win games. They in 2018, for those of you that started watching then, we didn't win a single fucking road series. And we ended up as a national runner up. Should have been the champion. Had we caught a fucking foul. Yeah, ball. I don't want to talk about that. I don't either. I will not play devil's advocate, but I will say that uh, I had known nothing of baseball. So anything I say on it, you can feel like crumpling it up and tossing it in your fucking <laughs> trash bin underneath your fucking desk. Go ahead. But I will say it seems very apparent that even Van Horn is very concerned with the offense. Well, Van Horn has spoke very highly of this team. And also, which, it seems like we also have to come out here and hedge multiple times. Like, uh, oh, you know, we're, we're fine. You know, it's all good. But we say it every single time after a team that it seems like we should thump and we never thump. And we come out here and we're like, hey, everybody, it's fine. But after a certain point, it's like, fuck, that's been five of these teams that aren't any good, and we can barely get more than fucking two runs on them. Yeah, but you look at, like, there, there's plenty to go into. Like, there's, I think college baseball as a whole is getting better. Obviously, the SEC is still top of the food chain, in my opinion. But, like, there are plenty of top ten teams that have been beaten by Sunbelt caliber teams. Last night, played Central Arkansas in Little Rock and walked it off in the 10th inning on a wild pitch. And right before that wild pitch, Chase Morphin walked to lead off the inning. Then they pinch ran for him. Braden Webb came up, who was in the same position in the Texas A&M game with runners on second and third, was not asked to bunt. They made him bunt. He bunted foul twice. Then nobody that they put in the pinch run stole and got fucking cooked at second base. Ball was waiting for him. If you get to put it into the pinch runner and the ball's waiting for you at second base, exit the fucking team. What is the point? What is your value? Because now you got to go out there the next inning because we didn't close and we got to get out there and you got to play left field where you're not supposed to be. You're supposed to be running to second, getting home, get the fuck out of here. And then, like I said, Bob Moore gets on base, wild pitch, he scores over. We won. That's all that matters. Are there One, concerns, though? Yeah, our bullpen is my concern. Like, we don't have... I don't feel comfortable holding on to a lead. But they was talked about multiple times on the broadcast because it's Arkansas playing an in-state team and we can't get any fucking television nope. coverage whatsoever. No, nope. I listen to it on the radio. But they sold that fucking stadium out in Little Rock, and I get it. It's a lot like War Memorial. Like, you got people that live down there that are Arkansas fans that don't get a chance to see them, so they show up. 
Baumwalker Stadium attendance has been fucking piss poor. Pathetic. Very much like Bud Walton throughout the regular season. Oh, it's a sold out. No. There's there, some of these games, it looks like there's a thousand people there. It's fucking sad. We know what will happen towards the end of the year when we get into the heat of the fucking games and leading up to the regionals. It'll be fucking packed. But it looks sad. And then we got people showing up in Little Rock making it look worse. Arkansas baseball is fine. Do I think they're going to win the World Series? No. Do I think think they will? Do I think they'll go further than last year? Yes. And last year, I've said multiple times, I think it's the best team I've ever seen. It's just fucking Who do you think wins it? Just a guess. I mean, fuck, we're still plenty of games and shit, but... Tennessee will go a long way. Like, Tennessee has pitching, they have power, they have... They play very well. They... During the... I think during the A&M series, I was watching... I think Tennessee played Florida, and they were down by, like, seven runs, and they came back and won that game in the 10th inning. Like, they're just fucking good. Tennessee is very good. Um... I don't know. Mississippi State's kind of in shambles, which, or not Mississippi. Mississippi State is in shambles. Ole Miss is not great. They got they went out of the top twenty five, and then they jumped right back in, which is prime time for them to come to fucking play us in Fayetteville. They have no expectations. I say no expectations. I'm sure Ole Miss fans have expectations for their baseball team every year, much like Arkansas. But they just got bounced out, bounced out of the top twenty five. Arkansas is dancing on the line of a top five team. And they're going to come in here, and it's going to be fucking intense like it always is. I hope we beat the fucking brakes off of them. Like, I hate Mississippi State more than any other team specifically because of baseball. Like, I don't like them in football either. But they jumped to number one overall. Cowbells are stupid. Because of, or not, sorry, I'm sorry. I keep saying that. Ole Miss, I hate more than anybody, specifically because of baseball. Yeah. I hate him in football, too. Mostly because Matt Crow's a douchebag, and so is Lane Kevin. I mean, I'm going to say, like, if he was here, I'd love him. If I had to bet on it. Like I've watched more Tennessee games than any of the other non-Arkansas teams. I'm sure. I'm sure Stanford's good. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of fucking te- NC uh, State. Southeast Missouri is fucking good. They're going to probably be in our regional group, and they're fucking good. You shit me, Jay? Nope, they're good. There's there's several. Like when you hear the name out loud, you think no name school, but in baseball, they're fucking they're pretty decent. Like some UTEPs. UTSA just played Texas. I was I close. UT- See, UTSA. I was close. I think it was UTSA played Texas at home, which those games were awesome. When you get the mid-majors that are hosting big-name people, that crowd is fucking electric. I have no idea. I got to look further into it. I'm, Tennessee's going to go a long way. Like, Tennessee probably win the SEC tournament, and they'll they'll fucking hang a banner, and then we'll see what happens. They'll be trying to sun us on Twitter for a while. Yeah, they will because we don't play them regular season. So we will probably play them in the tournament. I fucking hope we play them in the tournament because that's the type, that's the thing. Like like I said, records and stats very similar to last year. Last year we started off the year beating Texas Tech, TCU, and Texas in that Round Rock Classic, and everybody's like, "Holy shit!" Like Kevin Cobb said it on this show. He was like, "That's when we realized, like, okay, we're good, good," and like that set the standard, and they just carried it on throughout the year. I don't think we've had that statement when statement series yet because. Like we played Mississippi State. We lost one of those games. Mississippi State's not great. Like, Ole Miss would be a good – I mean, it would be a confidence boost because everybody hates Ole Miss. Like, everybody will love beating them if we do. But if you do, Ole Miss is having a down year. If you don't, the fucking guy's falling. They're terrible. They're not going to win any more games. So, it's – it's people need to fucking chill out. 
with Arkansas baseball. It's it's Arkansas sports in general, but baseball season is longer, so you should care. It is much less significant if you lose a fucking game. Like I've said before, series is mildly concerning. But but again, 2018 season, we should have won the national championship, did not win a single road series, I'm pretty sure. So fucking chill out. And don't fucking come for me on Twitter if you started watching baseball in 2018. I'm glad you did. Everybody Bring everybody on. But fucking chill. Don't compare every team you see to a team that was a runner-up for the national championship. Mm. Let's talk about playoff basketball. Oh, yeah. My Grizzlies are hot in the streets. I knew it last year when <laughs> I called them out. He said in the streets. <laughs> I knew it last year when I called them out. My when team. you called it, but also called any other teams that were good that you might like at the That's end. So. I said potentially after this year. I was, oh. just, I was forecasting. Oh. It's always been Grizzlies. Always. This year. <laughs> uh, they have not been hot until last night. And now that momentum will carry them into winning the series. Probably in seven. But Minnesota has very much surprised me. Here's the problem. I did not take them serious. When I won that parlay, every team that hit, I now think is very, very good. (laughs) (laughs) Because when I put that together, I obviously put the Grizzlies in there because they're my team. Yeah, Grizzlies have not been great, great. I put that four-team parlay together that was like, I felt good about it. And then I was like, I wonder what happened if I picked the underdog in the next game. Flipped it over. It's the Hawks. Throw the Hawks on there significantly jumped it up and they happened to win and then they lost the series in five. and then they stink gentlemen sweep so maybe, I, maybe put a little too much weight into that parlay i am heavily considering putting money on the celtics to win it all mostly because they're probably one of the like i mean they're probably like the third favorite or something but they're just not the top i mean golden state is like plus 195 right now they're hot at all in the streets they are hot but the Grizzlies put on a fucking fantastic game last night. This was on Tuesday. Since you'll hear this Thursday, it'll be two days ago. And fucking incredible game. They were down by fucking 15 points with 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. John Morant was ass butter the whole game. I mean, he was fucking four for 14. He was just not good. He was just holding out to the end. And then he started saying, fuck the jumpers. Now, that's I say he said fuck the jumpers, but when he hit his the three in the fourth quarter, they got the fucking momentum going initially. He hit the three. Minnesota calls timeout. And I was like, oh, shit, he hit a three. Okay, let's see what happens. And then attack the rim, attack the rim, attack the rim, attack the rim. And then murder three people under the rim in a dunk that made me cream it, it in my was, pants. That dunk was nasty. It was fucking disgusting. I'm disappointed. And it was so cool it. to hear him say, a jawbreaker. See, I, I was like, that. that's kind of cool. <laughs> little cringe, it. little He's corny. He's been holding on to that. For New a Balance long white time. shoes for the for the yard, <laughs> but kind of cool. Somebody came to his. He's house. He's the gymnast of basketball. Somebody came to his house to eat dinner. Said that, and he was like, "Can I use huh, that? Can I use that? I'm gonna hold on to it. I'm not gonna tell anybody who else said it, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna the use right it. moment. You'll get no credit. Yeah, you'll know. It was sick. It was it was the Blake Griffin dunk, but actual dunk. And, and that's that, not to take away from Blake Griffin's dunk because that literal throwdown that he had was still nasty. But I watched that John Morant dunk with no sound the first time, and I regretted it immediately. Because when I watched it the second time, it was electric, but I already knew it was going to happen. I'm going to get very passionate on one of the series here in just a second. Forewarning. The net. I'm going to fucking go in. <laughs> but I am on the Grizzlies train at the moment. Hey, welcome. Welcome to the team. They will be. I guarantee. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> I love when he does it just because now it's just a running joke where everyone laughs. I have also thoroughly enjoyed the 
set again. Watching yeah. Charles and Shaq get into it some more. <laughs> I fucking love it when it's genuine, when you can really tell they're fucking pissed off at each other. Yeah. I love that shit. And what... I'm side, getting sidetracked. Well, that's why it works, because they can do that. Yes. And come back the next day and be fine. Well, I feel like they also very much respect each other's game, because they knew how right. good they were. And that's why they don't give Kenny any respect. Right, right. <laughs> but... Um, I'm getting sidetracked, but Kenny, or sorry, uh, Charles the other day said something about other players that boast about championship rings when they had no part, <laughs> yeah. and I fucking loved it. And Char- Shaq was right there going, yep, yep. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. He said, I, I don't come, y'all always bust my case up here for not having a ring and stuff, but at the end of the day, if you're just a bus rider, and he was talking about Kenny. Is what he was doing. <laughs> he said, if you were just a bus rider, you ain't driving the bus. Charles Barkley drove the fucking... He didn't win a ring, but he drove the fucking bus on the teams he was on. Till he was a fucking gas. monster. Yeah. Um, but if you were just a bus rider, I don't want to hear about you winning championship rings. That that don't matter. That's that's irrelevant. He said, if you ain't driving the bus, and Shaq was like, yep. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is I, I'm back into basketball again. Playoff, it's just like baseball, you say. Correct. Playoff baseball is just fucking different. It's just too long. Fuck the playoffs are awesome. I am so fucking jacked up. I am staying up till midnight every single night watching these fucking games. Hey, welcome again. I do that all the time. You do, but For no you reason. Have, but <laughs> but you don't have to be at work until seven. That's true. I am in at fucking five thirty. That's gross. Uh, actually, it's, you know what? It's not as comparable because you stay up far past twelve. <laughs> usually, <laughs> usually. So it's really not. I mean, we get the same amount of sleep every night. When it hits 11, I'm like, ah, I better go to sleep before midnight. <laughs> and then you look up, and there's and that, that 11, first one's gone. It's 11.30, and I'm like, I usually stay up till midnight. And then it hits 12, and I'm like, I always stay up till midnight. <laughs> and when I go to bed, when I go to bed. There's been lots of times where Emily's been asleep for hours, and she'll wake up, and she's like, why are you not asleep? I don't know. John Morant murdered some idiot that decided to try to take a charge. To be fair. And it was so fucking sick. I'm sure when he set his feet, he's like, I'm far enough away. Worst case scenario, I'll get a block. And that was the reason the dunk was so cool because John Morant contorted his body to literally avoid his whole contact and yam that bitch, which made it look so much cooler. And the defender was just like, fuck me, dude. Damn it oh, to hell. No, as soon as he leaves his feet and you he do, you do not take the brunt of his weight, you're like, God damn it, he got around me. After the game, you know, he was like, fuck me. He fucking like, got my ass. <laughs> what the worst part of that is after the game, whether it be in the locker room on their phones, because that shit went nuts immediately. You know people beside him are watching like, God, Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Especially like they got fucking, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ant and John Moran's dad just fucking mm-hmm. around. You know they're both looking over like, ooh, wee. <laughs> Uh, I definitely thought that was Usher, by the way, the first time I saw the video. <laughs> I 100% thought that was Usher. <laughs> you know that dude was like, hey, turn that shit off, man. Right, <laughs> That's enough. Let me see it. Right, Yo, was, God, you, that was nasty. Yes. You have to respect that after the fact. In the moment, I'm all good with being pissed off. The moment that game changed was when Patrick Beverly fouled out in the fourth quarter. That's when John Morant started going in. Now, I'm not going to say Patrick Beverly had the clamps on him because, I mean, John Morant was still getting his, but he was shooting ineffectively. But and they were Beverly wasting possessions. The game. Yes, correct. And as soon as Beverly went to the bench, they went off. And that was it. And the cooler part that's not going to get talked about because the Grizzlies ended up winning it was with fucking three seconds left, Minnesota inbounds the ball, underneath the rim, kicks it over to the fucking elbow, and Ant slaps a fucking three to tie the game. And I was like, oh my God. And then the fucking Grizzlies call timeout, and John Morant drives and gets a game-winning layup. 
I mean, it, incredible. You know I am what, all the way back in on basketball. It's got to suck to be the dude that comes in like, all right, Beverly's out. You're guarding John Morant now. And he's like, well, are you fucking kidding me? It was D'Angelo Russell, and he is like, useless. You know you can't you can't do it effectively, but you know John Morant's got to be frustrated because, like, Patrick Beverly does put a fucking hitch in their giddy-up. Did you see the back and forth they had? Uh-uh. Patrick Beverly got a layup With on top of John? a couple defenders. And he did the too small right above the court, like all the way down to the court and stared at John Morant walking backwards while he was too smalling him. John Morant comes back down, gets a gets a uh, layup on top of a couple defenders and stands there and waits until Patrick Beverly turns around and too smalls him walking <laughs> backwards the very next play. It was awesome. Can you imagine if he'd have put that dunk down on Patrick Beverly? <laughs> um, I think I think the Grizz did you also see Desmond Bain shove the the uh, Minnesota saw, coach off I, the side. I saw he was that. Passing it. I didn't see. I didn't see anything else come from it. No, nothing I, else came of it. They okay. just let it go. But he he definitely pushed him a little little too much for an <laughs> old fella. Aggressive. You did need to push him that hard. And Desmond Bain is big as fuck. Yes. So I would lose that battle too. But I'm not scared <laughs> to do it. Um, Grizzlies. I think are going to win. And the person that I think I now have respect for that I did not have respect for before, Carl Anthony Towns. I never respected him. He's soft. He's Scared to go to the rim. The dunk he had in game five, in fucking sane too. He statue of liberty, one foot past the free throw line, on top of two dudes. Sickness. But I am getting a lot more respect for Carlton Towns. He hit a clutch three last night. He hit several threes in the fourth quarter. John Morant had like 10 points straight in the fourth quarter last night. But Carlton Towns is a straight fucking baller. He's a shooter. He is decent around the rim. Good rim protector. I have changed my mind on Carl Anthony Towns. I think he's still a little soft. Well, that's the thing. I I don't think of like I don't know that I don't respect him. I I don't I don't entertain him in the conversation of big men. No, like, no, I, think, he, I don't I put him in the Joel Embiid conversations. Yeah, I don't. I think about him in the same vein as like Anthony Davis. I, I think he's better around the rim than Anthony Davis. But like, if you're that goddamn big, you're going to be somewhat effective. But you, that's not what you're trying to do. I saw a stat the other day. Even with all the games Anthony Davis missed, like forty something. Yeah, he had more blocks than Joel Embiid. That's because he stinks. <laughs> I don't know about that. Fucking Giannis I just need Giannis, Giannis to win MVP and win me fucking $500. Call it good. He's going to win MVP. And I would be excited. He's also one of the top 525 players in the game, <laughs> except he's past 25. <laughs> Colin Coward, you stupid fuck. I knew you'd die seeing that shit. I Two knew you people would. on the list are over 25. Three were. Oh, I'm sorry. Three. Three. You fucking moron. <laughs> How is nobody in here? Because like, there's no way he comes up with this shit. Like, he gets stuff put on his desk. I'm like, I'm going to talk about this. That's bullshit. Nobody believe I talk about that. I'm going to talk about this. Somebody fed him that crap, and nobody in his ear was like, uh, Hey, he's like 28, dude. Stop, stop. He's 27. Stop. <laughs> Probably because the fuck that's supposed to be in his ear was a person that gave him that information in the first he place. He sabotaged him. And then as he checked it, he's like, oh, I'm not going to say anything now. He sabotaged him. They're going to roast him, and then he'll get me off camera. I'm not he's saying He's the real right MVP. Now. Speaking yeah. of the real MVP, don't you ever compare Kevin Durant to LeBron James ever <laughs> again, ever. It's dead, it's gone, it's over, deceased, gone. Sailed off in the fucking wind. Never in <laughs> LeBron James's life would he get swept by those same Celtics because he clapped them up year after year. The same team. Don't ever fucking say it. Don't you ever. You can say Kevin Durant is the greatest seven-foot shooter I've ever seen because he is. Correct. He is one of the greatest scorers I've ever seen. Because he is. Correct. He is not in the elite air conversation. Sorry, not happening. I 
relished in the moment when they fucking got swept. I fucking sat there looking at the roof just like, you know, of course, and LeBron has to tweet stupid shit and piss me off and make me not want to fucking I'll defend this stupid the ass. Again. This shit hurt. Now back to the program. Oh, shut up. I wonder how, I didn't even get into it because I was not going to go into the comics. God, he makes me sick. In. I wonder how many keep that same energy comments were in there. Oh, he deleted that tweet. <laughs> of course he did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he works for the CCP and I do not condone it. <laughs> However, he so is on the Mount Rushmore. Who do you think was the most? Those stupid fucks got swept by the Celtics. <laughs> I know because I put another parlay in. It's like no way with that amount of talent <laughs> do they let themselves get swept. And they fucking did. And that was the only leg of that motherfucker that I lost. <laughs> I'd, I'd have been up almost $1,000 in this NBA playoff season. Did you see? And the Nets fucked me. The game was over. It didn't really fucking matter. But that one-legged three that he shot from the top of the key. Yes. And then and it zoomed around, in on him. He was, him. Like, he was like, God ugh. damn, right in his face. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Smart, also one of those Patrick Beverly players. Correct. Very fucking good. Very crucial. Game changer. He was, you know, for instance, like when LeBron was with the Cavs, he was a uh, Della Vadova. You know what I mean? Yeah. Smart can score better, shoot better, but that's the kind of person you have to fucking have. And LeBron can't seem to turn off his fucking switch of like, I want friends around me. A, he just a, can't stop doing it. A few years ago, Lance Stevenson, same type of player. True. Didn't, I don't believe they want to ring together, but. No, no, no. I'm, I mean, like, can change type, the game yeah. without the stats. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He would get he, all the way in your head. He tried that in Indiana against LeBron. That did not work <laughs> out for him. But I am never ever, ever, ever going to let another fucking human being around me that ever says Kevin Durant is one of the best players ever, ever get away with this. You needed Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. You needed all that shit, you stupid fuck. You got swept in the first round, you bum bitch. <laughs> I hate him. I don't so, hate him. He, I do respect him very much. But no, I don't. fuck Kevin Durant. He's a piece of fuck. He's never going to he, be in LeBron James' he category. He is soft. You want to talk about he, he is, is soft. Emotionally Charm soft. and soft. Like I'd baby snap shit his toothpick soft. arms over my neck. Who do you think was affected the most? Like, who was most fucked up about the Nets getting swept on the team? There's one answer. Most fucked up on the team. It, it, like, anybody anybody that's connected to that organization. Who, ben Simmons. False. Ben Simmons couldn't give two shits. He, he like, vowed he last like, year, I, I will here. never get swept again, that's ever. Why, that's why he didn't play. He knew they going to get swept. And he got swept again. He didn't get swept. You were on team, bitch. Nope, remember? We had this conversation. <laughs> we didn't this get This is beat. Berryville all you over again. <laughs> we didn't do shit wrong. Yeah. No, it's I Jason, wouldn't it's have to Jason, get my ass whooped. It's Jason Kidd. Oof. You know how fucking mad he's got to be? I put my... I'm, a, I'm out here. I'm a coach again. I got all this talent. I'll be fine. Jason Kidd ain't there. And is he not there anymore? Jason Kidd's the Mavericks coach. Okay. Steve Nash is there. And that's, that stupid Steve son Nash, of a bitch. That is who I was thinking. That is he's who a stupid bitch, was too. in my head. Jason Kidd kept out of my mouth. Yes. He's he got, a stupid bitch. He, he was running. I mean, they're both white point guards but he from was, the same time frame. I get correct. it. Correct. He, he was running around, just bopping around, not yep. really know which way it was up. Posting doing TikToks whatever and him dancing on a fucking. No, you're a fucking stupid bitch, you dumb fuck. He was being beloved doing shit. And then he was like, I don't really want to do this, but they have a lot of talent. Like, what could and go Kevin wrong? picked me. He said and he, he only wants swept. me. swept. And now, guess what? Well, Steve Nash can't coach. And that same talk that Kyrie put in where the coach can't tell us what to do, maybe, we're going to do whatever maybe, we want. Maybe you, you better should. wear that because you got swept. So you, Nash didn't get swept. Don't fire the coach. No, you now, did. Whether Steve Nash is a good coach or not, I have no idea. But you better not fire him because Kevin Durant and Kyrie said, wait, wait, we don't even need a coach. We could do it. And also in the first three games, Kevin Durant wasn't good. It was not good. Averaging like 16 points a game in the first three. Not good. Greatest score? Fuck off. You shit me. 
LeBron in fucking 2018 at 35 years old put up better numbers than you, you bum. And he won it all, you fucking bozo. I never want to hear it again. Kevin Durant is never, I will say he's probably top 10, but he is not top four Mount Rushmore type shit. No. And I think Shaq gets constantly disrespected by that shit too. I think Shaq deserves to be up in the top four. That motherfucker, I ain't never seen somebody like that in my life. The most dominant player. Ever. Ever. In any sport, probably except Tiger. Yes. Maybe Serena Williams. Yeah, yeah, Serena, but yeah. but still, those are I'm okay with getting compared to those two people. Yeah, Simone Biles, completely yeah. fucking yes, completely fucking dominant. Just everybody else knew they had John no Cena. Shot. John Cena, <laughs> fuck him. He's a CCP <laughs> worker too. Post a video of yourself speaking Chinese, apologizing to the I China. Did, I did Grow watch up. last weekend. I did watch two movies that I had missed that I did I had forgot that I hadn't seen. Boys, we got more games to talk about. Oh, okay, go ahead. We got to talk about the Mavs Jazz series, which has been sick too. Luke has been balling on hoes, but Mike Conley stinks. I forgot. I got to say that first. Mike Conley stinks. He's not good. I don't know why he gets paid $30 million a year. Never going to fucking understand it. Never going to get it because he stinks. Uh, What is that series at now? That series is at 3-2. Dallas is up. I wanted to put money on Dallas to win the West just to fuck around. I think they really could. I think they seriously could. I think... I like the Mavs. You know what? It's stupid. I'm just going to list the whole Western Conference. You think? I like the I like the fucking uh, Warriors. I like the Mavericks. Out of the West, that's it. I don't I ha- I don't have the tree in front of me, but I hope that ends up being the the Western Conference Finals because that'd be awesome. Watching Steph and Luca, we'd get old because Luca's <laughs> going to cry every five seconds. Yes. But you know how many fucking step back threes we get in that game between Steph and Luca? Watching Clay I'm Thompson on Luca. Yeah, he put the clamps on you. Yeah. He will put and the clamps Luka on you. And will be upset. Uh, Mavericks beat the absolute dog shit out of the Jazz on Tuesday. Yeah. 102 to 77. Yeah. I mean, beat the dog shit out of them. Uh, what did fucking he finish with? What did Luca finish with, of course, a cool 33, 13, and 5. No biggie. Who else was there? There's another dude. Brunson. Brunson was balling in, on Tuesday. He was balling whenever Luca was out for the first two games. He was averaging like 24, 25 well, points a some, game for Brunson. So that was that parlay, that I, that big one that I hit. I put the Mavericks to win because I thought Luke was coming back. He did not. And they still won. And then he went off and they won. Yes. Brunson was killing him. Yeah, thank you, Brunson. Uh, their last game, I think, was it Wednesday? Today's Wednesday. Was it Tuesday? Oh, my God. The Bucks are beating the dog fuck out of the Bulls <laughs> right now. 49-27. Yeah. Um, that's all I'll say on that series. The, the Mavericks are going to win. Possibly in seven, just out of respect for the Jazz, but that'll be it. Uh, the other tonight game we have is Nuggets Warriors. Uh, that series is a shellacking. It's uh, going to be a gentleman sweep. It's three one right now, and it's it's going back to Gold State. So I had a pretty good night bet set up that was going to be the under and the under for Jokic was thirty and a half. and I felt good about it. And then when I went to push, I was like, he's going to fucking go off. He did. It, it, <laughs> I'll get throttled by that alone. Uh, I don't know what to make of the 76ers. I don't know. They're still up 3-2. Wasn't impressed with, of course, I mean, they got waxed 103-88 to by the Raptors, but I just, Van Vliet didn't even play. I don't understand. Like, I don't know. Now, of course, they're, oh, Embiid's going to need surgery, but he's toughening it up and not going to do it until after the season. Oh, miss me. You're just giving <laughs> yourself a fucking way to say you stink. Yeah. He he is fantastic. I will not say that. He's I fantastic. Will. Um. They're up three to two right now. Give me Raptors. You know, and I think it'll go to seven just because of the momentum they grabbed off last game. I think it's possible to go seven. 
they're going to win this game in Toronto. I mean, so, I mean, it's going to, it's going to go to seven. And anybody can win. I don't fucking know. I fucking do not know. Van Vliet comes back. They got a real good shot. Embiid, and they'll probably Embiid, be heavy underdogs. Embiid will just be, he won't have been able to power through in that game seven. Oh, it, no, no, no. It was, his fingers caused Embiid, a lot of problems. too much. And they'll get beat, but that they would have won had you been healthy. They would have. That's the save for the past four years. Is this still part of the process? Well, the process, there was no end date set on the process, so we're still trusting it. Oh. And James and Harden it, completed the process. Well, it's a bad process. Yeah, it's a strange process. <laughs> process is not going to work out more times than, than not if you nope. include James Harden. Especially con- considering Tyrese Maxey is their best player. And it's, okay, I say their best. That's, just, that's disrespectful as fuck. Embiid is their best player. Tyrese Maxey is their second best. Thibault is a thir- close third, but hard, you got to give Harden third. But Maxey is their second best. <laughs> he fucking blew up like game three. Had like a 30-point game. It was incredible. He's either a rookie or a second-year player. He's fantastic. I want to bet on the Raptors so bad. <laughs> do it. So bad. I'm going to do it. That way, if they lose, I can be double pissed because Embiid moves on, even though he's that'd be so fucking gross. And the Celtics are for real. Like, for real, for real. Oh, the Celtics and Bucks is the next matchup. Whew, I have no fucking clue. No idea. I'll, I'm going to go Celtics. I'll probably go Celtics, to be honest. You, really, I'll just go off whoever is the underdog in the first game. I'm going to go that way. For the series? Yeah. Because it'll, be it'll probably, uh, probably at Milwaukee. Or, Milwaukee's a three seed. What's fucking, I remember what Boston is. I think he finishes a two seed. Did they? I think so. Oh, then, I, then the first round will be... Uh, I'll probably just bet on them to cover, honestly. But I am starting to come around to the Celtics. Love the Warriors. Hate the Suns. We didn't talk about that. The Pelicans are fucking around and making it a series, boys. Then they're going to get fucking shit pumped. They are bussering. After that. They're saying Devin Booker might be back game six. He's been out. He's been hurt. Suns going to win. But they said he's initially going to be listed as... Not playing. But if more, he plays, they win. More likely, they said he's on playing game seven. Then, then they win. Suns and seven guy. That series has been sick. Last night they got beat pretty bad, the Pelicans did, but it was two to two. Now it's three to two. I couldn't tell you how it's even fucking sick. I I can. Devin Booker's out. But it has been fun. It has been fun watching Chris Paul get put with the clamps in game four. <laughs> By a rookie? No, not a rookie. He got a new contract. He's, I think he played overseas for a while. No, he's a Nova dude. I don't fucking remember why I get my shit mixed up. But get the clamps put on him by some dude I've never heard of. Watch Chris Paul flop around and be dirty as shit the whole fucking game. Getting people in the ding ding. Yes. Shoving people under the rim, grabbing people's arms. I mean, it's the same shit he's always done and got away with. And he tried it against fucking old uh, Herbert Jones, old rookie from Alabama. He tried to fucking, you know, help it's the fourth quarter. He went to help him up. Herbert Jones just locked eyes with him. He wasn't having it. Nah, I'm good. Wait, <laughs> I'm going to wait for my teammates. It's like, yeah, fuck you, bitch. You ain't getting in our head. I have seen him multiple times put his hand down to help somebody up and then pull it away when they reach for it. No, fuck no. Yeah, I ain't falling for you your bullshit. Uh-uh. You ain't getting me. Also awesome, whenever Chris Paul got bodied by, can't remember who it was, but Chris Paul shoved him under the rim. No, The ref was right there, didn't call anything. So he walked over to the ref, was like, you didn't see that? Okay, fine. Turns around, sprints to Chris Paul, and trucks him from behind. Just <laughs> trucked him on the ground. It was incredible. The series has been fun. Brandon Ingram is a baller. Um, CJ McCollum's hit or miss, like always. It's 3-2. I mean, 
If Booker comes back game seven, it's over. Correct. If he doesn't, clearly they got to take care of business in game six first. But boy, that will be fun. I think I'm going to sense regardless. I don't think the Pelicans I mean, the be betting there. majority should and will. <laughs> but it has been fun to watch the Pelicans that, make a series. I also want the Suns to make it so that Booker can come back. And we get to see him. I do playoffs. like Booker. Yeah, I do too. Um, and it also raises the question of what the fuck is Zion doing? Y'all called him the new LeBron James. Y'all, some of y'all ranked him a top five player before he even played on the fucking court. And this fat fuck can't even get on the court for the playoffs? Looking more like Lamar Odom. Very Odom-esque. <laughs> Lots of fucking hype. Not a lot to be seen. Uh-uh. If I'm the Pelicans? Obviously very different reasons why. Trade him. Trade him. What would you give him at this a point? A king's uh, ransom probably, for Zion. Just for marketing alone. Oh, yeah. Trade him to the Kings. <laughs> <laughs> the farm team of the NBA. <laughs> They'll sell tickets. I did... See conspiracy conspiracy theory conspiracy theory of Buddy Love went Buddy, Buddy Love healed. Buddy Love from Nutty <laughs> Professor Buddy Hill went and followed uh like LeBron and the Lakers and Russell Russell Westbrook wiped every Laker photo off his profile. I think that's safe bet for him. Yeah, yeah. Maybe LeBron, you don't know better than the GM. Maybe you should have shut your mouth about getting Buddy Hill the first time and saying I want Westbrook, not Buddy Hield. Maybe you should just kept Brandon Shut Ingram. Shut up. You ruined, the whole, you ruined the whole team. You should have just kept Brandon Ingram and Alonzo. It didn't work. But it should have. This didn't work either. It should have worked. Had way more talent. Get a better chance at working than this. Correct. And he left that franchise in shambles. Correct. For the next six years. Correct. No picks. No good players. Lots of money to be paid out. Um, What's old buddy, what's old buddy uh, that transferred to Texas Tech? The dude who dunks a lot, white boy, went to the Lakers. He's in the G League right now. Yep. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Matt McClung. Yep, that's one. Uh, He's looked good. He looked good uh, at the end of the season. He got to play a shit ton because most people sat. He looked good. Reeves was dropping a couple 30-pointers. Looks good. Anytime you decide to go undrafted, I'm not declaring for the draft, and I'm, I'm just going to go sign with the Lakers, pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Pretty fucking sick to go from Arkansas to Oklahoma to LA. Especially considering after LeBron. Sad Brown, living they have, conditions. They have but, nothing to build around you right. with. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh Westbrook needs to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> and I will call you Westbrook if I go to a game. You're gonna get the fuck over it. You wanna square up in the in the stands, guess what? I will fight you and then I'm gonna sue you. you be- <laughs> <laughs> I will fight him. I will not I will give myself a fourteen percent chance of Winning. I know I'll land a blow, but 14% chance of winning. Probably going to get my ass beat. And then I'm suing you for defamation. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I am going to Johnny Depp you. Something tells I, me. I'm gonna, actually, I guess I'd be, I would be heathering Johnny Depp because that's the defamation. Anybody who's been keeping up with that, that's been that's, a fun one. That's the defecation. No, that defecation did happen, <laughs> and I have walked the dog many times, I didn't know and I know, that's not, <laughs> I know that's not dog fecal matter. It's a big-ass dog. <laughs> He's like fecal matter. <laughs> Dude, the one with the, her lawyer just sitting there saying, am I reading that right? And he's like, you read that very well. He said, you continue to read it right. <laughs> he said, you should read the article. It's very good. 
God, that was a shit show. And everybody in the audience is just like, <laughs> that was a shit show from start to finish. When he was like, uh, you should have never slandered that na- that what, man's name in New York Times. You what stupid did he say? fuck. He said, uh, I don't remember if it was hearsay at that point. He said that lies. Objection, hearsay. Like, uh, you asked the question. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I got, on, I got on a roll there. My bad. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Like, there was a clear point in that case where Johnny Depp was like, I'm winning this. Let's just enjoy it. Yeah, this, and he, Johnny he, Depp looked over to, up with the crowd, like everybody, and they were all just like. He's sitting there flipping his papers back and forth, and he was <laughs> like, and then your financial woes almost almost tanked the next part of the Caribbean. He's like, don't know how that's possible. Don't know how my financial <laughs> woes could do that, but okay. It just. You know that dude was just sweating up oh, there yeah. talking to him. It's like everything he says, like fuck, that didn't make sense either. Damn, and he's fucking good. He's so smart. He's very, he's very smart, very well spoken. Almost like he's an actor. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> that exactly. That's the, how do I fucking know? There were several moments in that where like he had reason to be like genuinely upset, and I was like, I don't buy this. No, I kept doing because it because I know he's a good actor. And then you he's hear the phone. right, yes, but he's a good actor. Then like, you hear the phone call, and it's like, oh, that's bad. They, that's they, real bad. And you know, like there was a point with like, hey, we're gonna play this early. This will get them on our side. And then when that motherfucker, her lawyer started talking, like, we'll save it. We'll just save it till the end and just cherry on top. Did you see that she's been dressing uh, like him, and then in the whole way, I guess in several of the days, she's wearing similar ensembles to like just mentally fuck with him. Yeah. What a psychotic she's motherfucker you got to be. This is that that whole thing is wild. And she used to be my like dime piece on TV. Oh, she was bad. like, oh my god. She's still bad. She's just crazy. Pop Book Express, dear God in heaven. Yeah, she's just nuts. She is a fucking loony freak. Just think about it. Like the, well, I think it was them. Like two years ago. Johnny Depp paid you a fucking lawsuit to just make the shit go away and give you $5 million. Just leave me alone. Fine. Take it. And then you wanted to go slander him, talk stupid shit, and get all crazy. Okay, fuck it. I'm going to gather all my evidence. Now I'm going to prove your stupid ass wrong for the defamation thing is, of character. Though, he didn't have to have any evidence, I don't think. With the way that, the way that lawyer presented that case, he was fucked. That, this is giving me, you remember the Rittenhouse trial? The dude who was uh, defending the fucking idiots? Mm-hmm. And all the stupid ass questions he was asking in the middle of it, and Rittenhouse was just like, what's... Yeah, I, you're uh, making yes? my case for me. <laughs> it's giving me those exact same vibes. It was it was worse than that. It it, it was my cousin Vinny-esque. Like, anybody seen that movie? Oh, yeah. That, that dude, it was brutal. Good for Johnny Depp. Yep, NBA playoffs been fun. The, oh... We didn't tell y'all. Uh, everybody already knows. Elon did it. They sold it to him. He actually fucking did it. And boy, are people fucking freaking out. People are losing it, boys. We'll keep it brief. But the NFL draft is tomorrow. It is tomorrow. I'm so fucking jacked up. 24 hours away. One question to ask yourself. If there is a side getting worked up and freaked out whenever they tell you, we just want to improve freedom of speech and the, a random side of the aisle starts uproaring and freaked out about it. That's the oppressor. Whoever's freaked out about free speech and pissed off about free speech is the oppressor that now knows the turntables have something like that. And we're about to fucking see it. I am here for it all. I'm fully diverged into. I just, I like, I enjoy keeping up politics. It's fun. Whatever. Uh, I don't think fun's a word. Well, not fun. It's not fun. (laughs) It's just very interesting to see how people's minds work. Um, Other than that, got nothing. Show's over. As always, thanks for listening. Be sure to check out our website, www.slightlybiasedsports.com, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on social media. And if you haven't told your friends, you're wrong.